0: (laughs) Soundbite! Welcome to the Beer and Lovey Podcast! I'm gonna make this short and simple because I wanted to interject (laughs) that we'll be on a (laughs) bit of a hiatus. Till November because I'm getting hitched
1: who hey I was trying to think of the Hold wedding for the song delay. for a second
0: to be here and casting our pod. shut up Sam <laughs> <laughs> My Jesus. with you listening <laughs> I'm Pete I'm in Grand Rapids Michigan joined by Sam in Denver Colorado and today we're pleased to have Dave from joyride Brewing in Edgewater Colorado joining us
2: hey what's up everyone how are you
1: good dave <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah i guess you can't really <laughs> expect radio land to yeah, answer you back nope but that's good
2: That's or, or is it podcast land i guess it's
1: yeah podcast I, I think maybe oh like, Podcastville. yeah possibly podcast berg
2: okay i, I like podcast berg i do
1: too i think it's Podkisten. podcasting <laughs> it has like the o n at the end podcasting bill just get all of them podcasting what are you uh what are you drinking dave
2: I'm drinking our Bear Paw Oatmeal Milk Stouts. Ooh, yeah, uh, it's one of uh, one of our original home brewer uh, recipes that we developed uh, before we opened up the brewery. One of the first ones that we ever said, like, okay, this one is is good to go. Um, but the last time we brewed it before we, um, you know, went commercial, we decided to uh, we had always brewed it as a milk stout. Inspiration behind it, I wanted to create like a. A uh, combination between great divide yeti mm. and left hand uh, milk stout okay uh but we decided to throw in some oats the last time we brewed it on a homebrew scale and just loved what it did to the mouth feel just smooth it yeah, out smoothed it luscious creamy uh and then you know the way that it just plays with the lactose i just love it so uh you know it's definitely big for uh, a sweet stout Const- yeah. you know, this batch is uh, 7.2 uh, but uh, it's it's burly and we call it bear paw because it seems you know soft cute and cuddly with the <laughs> with the lactose sugar and the oatmeal and everything but because it's at around seven percent if you don't watch out it's going to smack you in the face yeah, so. you'll
1: you'll get leo'd in the revenant yeah <laughs> just mauled <laughs> just mauled and that's why you
2: saw that movie a couple of weeks ago oh
1: you're, you finally saw it isn't that bear scene terrifying
2: yes it is yeah. it actually it put chills both, down my like, back yeah it was just, just it was intense but like, what the fuck was Tom Hardy saying? Like the entire movie, I could no, I, I could barely understand him. No, I
1: I was convinced he wasn't speaking English at yeah, all.
2: Yeah, I, I I turned it we up like several on, times. It. I'm just like, I I still don't know what this guy is saying. <laughs> Did you hey. say you
1: had the subtitles on, Pete?
0: Yeah, we had to have the English subtitles on because I couldn't fucking understand like half the people in that movie.
1: I hope no one from the whatever FCC or whoever listens, but I definitely pirated that movie before it was out <laughs> of the theater, so I didn't have that option. <laughs> It was, uh, it was either deal with it or wait until it's on DVD, and I just wasn't
2: into waiting. So, so uh, true pirate, not like you know a guy's getting up to get more popcorn in the middle of the movie, yeah, like, yeah. shaky camera on the lap <laughs> laugh type of a thing. You hear the guy laughing in the
1: background, <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, it, <laughs> Actually, it was lucky. The, the first version of Deadpool I got had Korean subtitles, which was uber annoying. Because in the middle of the Korean subtitles, there'd be this like Czechoslovakian like tag that would come up, and I was assuming that was their, "Hey, we rip better than anyone else, so this is this is our very good proclamation of superiority very of good. piracy." And uh, yeah, that one was that was a
2: little just weird. I mean, is, is uh, do you think they have, like, Pirate Olympics to see who can, like, do better things? Like, dude, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, a Hacker I mean, Olympics? they have, like, hat cons, you know?
0: Like, DEFCON, they just hack a bunch of shit.
2: Yeah, they're like, okay, who can break into this bank the quickest?
1: It's just like, yeah. uh, have any you guys download watched, this movie the fastest? Have you guys yeah. watched Mr. Robot yet? No. That's Oh, my God, like, that's so good. It is really good. It's like a hacker culture yeah. idea of a, of a show, and... It sounds like something that would happen in that show. Yeah.
2: I've, just, I've, I've seen hackers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's way different than and, that. All right, then. It absolutely, because you know, we, everything about it. Just floppy disks yeah. everywhere. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how hacking works. You yeah. type cookie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Da- naturally. Oh, I always thought
0: you just played a video game until you hacked into a bank. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I mean, avoid
1: monsters in a maze. And then you're in into the bank.
2: And and then you get to go on a date with Angelina Jolie. Yeah,
1: and you may or may not see her boobies, which, you know, yay for that movie, for that yeah. reason alone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's
1: too soon. For, for Angelina, dude? Uh, that, that, that hurt your butt a little bit. God. Have some fucking respect, Sam. I'm sorry. I I guess Brad's going to be having to share
2: those boobies now again. I forget who I, who I hurt, who I was listening to but it's like you know like when you have a friend who you know breaks up with his longtime girlfriend or gets divorced or something like that like the posse assembles around him and you go out and you take him to like the stankiest strip club like there is (laughs) and just like go out and get shit-faced like you imagine what brad pitt's posse is like like who he's rolling up into the into the dive bar with to like go get shit-faced like it's gonna be like you want to be at the bar on that day. It'll
1: be Ocean's 14 is what that's going to turn out to be, and maybe even 15 and 16. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Since they're rebooting it now with like Rihanna and an all-female cast,
2: I didn't know that. I, I'm pretty sure I read that. I think you're. I think you're on the forefront of of this movie uh, <laughs> knowledge uh, here. I read. I
1: read the Facebook trending things shamefully. Usually, I'm like, why did I read that? I just gave them the power. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. Yeah, we we all have our our vices. Yeah, yeah, that is a nasty one. Uh, so, Sam, what are you drinking? Oh, I am having their uh, what was it the Fresh Buds? Yes, fresh yes, Fresh Buds, fresh Buds. Uh, with a Z. Yes, of course. Yep, awesome.
2: They uh, go not explain what that one is. I know it's uh, it was the Wet Hop. Yeah, we made uh, two different Wet Hop beers this year. Um, we've made uh, Fresh Nugs. Uh, this is the third year we've made that, um, and it's uh, all Colorado-grown. also with a Z? It is also with a Z. Fantastic. Uh, and, uh, the only way. Yes, and, and, and it's called Nugs uh, because we use a lot of nugget hops in there, and for no other reason, especially <laughs> here in Colorado. Um, but, uh, yeah, we made two different uh, wet hop beers this year. Uh, Both the same base recipe um, using Chinook uh, and a lot of Nugget, uh, just a touch of Cascade in the base recipe. And then where we changed it up is Fresh Nugs has traditionally been dry hopped with Nugget uh, and Chinook, which we did at about a 50-50 ratio. And then the Buds, which uh, Sam is drinking, was with uh, an all-Cascade dry hop. But the dry hops were still wet hops. So we had multiple different wet hop deliveries and pickups, uh, to make sure that we are also able to dry hop with wet hop. So I don't even know what, what you call that. I think I think I thought of it. Okay, you thought of it? S- sloppy hopped. Sloppy hopped.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that is really good.
2: That's pretty good. So, so it was sloppy hopped.
1: It took a half pint for me to get yeah. there. That's all.
2: Um, but, yeah, we had uh, multiple different uh, deliveries. I went out to uh, the farm for the third uh, year in a row and uh, actually helped harvest Ah, uh, some of the hops. So if you, for some reason, want to watch me cutting down hop binds and then managing the hop picker, you can go to our Facebook page. Oh, nice. Uh, which is Joyride Brewing, uh, and check out the videos there, uh, and you can see my ugly mug talking about hops.
1: Who's ah, uh, who's your usual supplier? Like, where do you go for what hops? Which uh, farm?
2: So we use two different farms. Okay. Uh, one is uh, okay. Uh, that we've used for three years now is uh, Rising Sun, uh, okay. and that's where I go and uh, actually uh, help uh, do the harvest. And they're an all-organic uh, hop uh, company. Nice. And then uh, we also use uh, Highwire, okay, uh, which is really, really good because they'll deliver it here. So um, I think, yeah, we picked up at Comrade uh, this year, so they delivered it there in a refrigerated truck. Oh, beautiful. And so, you know, picked earlier that day, and, you know, we started the brew and, you know, just kind of timed it to, you know, a little bit after we got the hops back to the brewery. It was going into uh, the Whirlpool. Nice. So... Um, really happy with how uh, they come out, and you know you'll have to have a little bit of the nugs. Oh yeah, I'm um, definitely gonna. Uh, as, as well. Yeah, you said it's your first wet hop beer of the year. Of the year, yeah, I know. So it's uh, I'm I'm a little I don't know if
1: I'm necessarily late to the game. I mean, it seems like they're all coming out right now. Yeah, they're
2: all kind of coming out right now. I think Colorado is unique. I think that our hops I, I don't I don't have any basis or you know anything to support this, <laughs> but I feel like the Colorado hops are available earlier than like the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Um, Because, I mean, we've, I mean, that's been, these have been out for almost two weeks now. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, And I feel like a lot of the, like, Pacific Northwest breweries are just coming out with theirs now. Yeah,
1: I was talking to somebody that's over in Portland, uh, the ABV girl. She's been on our show once Mm -hmm. or twice, not just once, but uh, she was saying that they're having their fresh hop beer fest same week as gbf because she was like ah, i want to come to gbf but it's just not in the cards but at least we have our fresh hop beer fest that yes. week. i'm like yeah that's yeah. I that's a fair trade
2: and we got ours yeah. uh this saturday oh, um uh october 1st um oh that's the, right yeah yeah and it's uh you know being put on by the colorado brewers guild and two parts uh and falling rock molly spirits are mm. some of the uh sponsors for that so we're going to be pouring at that um i'll actually be personally pouring at that uh, so it should be a very good time. I love wet hop beers, you know. We we were talking a little bit back at the tap room. You know, we have a pumpkin beer on tap, and pumpkin mm-hmm. beers are very polarizing. It seems you know, you either <laughs> yeah. love them or you hate them. For yeah, sure, yeah. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll just say that you know, when when fall comes, I'm all about wet hop beers and Oktoberfest. Those are just my two two of my favorite styles, and it's just perfect for this kind of weather, this type of climate, uh, and so. I'm I'm gonna really enjoy myself on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> and you know where I'm gonna be that day too? At another wedding. Another in, wedding in Michigan. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why don't you? Are you just gonna stay the whole week out there? Yeah, I'm bookending it. Okay, <laughs> bet that makes a lot more. My sense. cousin gets
1: married on the first. Pete's getting married on the eighth. So. all
2: right, yeah. Because I was gonna say you know, with Pete's wedding, you were saying you're missing all these events. And I'm like, well, I mean, you could still go to ones on like Wednesday, but yeah, no. nope, I'm not. I'll no. be. <laughs> I'll be way up in the BFE of
1: Michigan, in Greenville. So. Yeah, woo Greenville,
2: fun. woo Greenville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so it's it's fun to make these wet hop beers. I mean, it's it it kind of ties up our tanks a little bit, and you know the way that we have to do the dry hopping with it means we need to have a, a spare tank around and essentially do a cone to cone transfer. What um, is a
1: cone? To, oh, from bo, cause yeah the cone fermenters, coned at the bottom. Exactly.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that way we transfer everything over. So it goes
1: basically from the bottom up in the second fermenter. Yeah, and okay. then and
2: so we had custom made false bottoms made for our fermenters, and so um, that way we were able to keep uh, all those uh, sloppy hops um, <laughs> uh, in suspension um, rather than putting them into like a mesh bag. Because, I mean, I'm putting, you know, some, like, I don't know, 40 pounds of uh, of wet hops in there, and I just didn't feel comfortable tying that uh, to uh, my spray ball at the top of the tank. Yeah, I mean, really it could not. probably take it, but, you know. Less you it, want
1: is to have it just snap.
2: I'm assuming it's got, exactly. like, a cable that holds it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want, you don't want that to happen. And then, plus, I mean, with the mesh cloth, it's going to allow for plenty of flavor extraction, but, you know, it is going to be a, a barrier of some sort uh, yeah. until you're not going to get everything you can. So, um so it works really really well uh in that aspect so it kind of puts us behind our production schedule a little bit but is it a pain um,
1: in the ass to, like schedule too like just yes. to prepare your batches like all right we got to cuz I mean, if you if it was like you said and you're bringing up the whatever big old batch that you just got at mm-hmm. Comrade and you're dumping it in the whirlpool that's some pretty amazing timing cuz that yeah. means you've gone through you know, a lot of the process with the mash and mm-hmm. all the other stuff, and you're at a certain point with the brewing, if not almost done, right?
2: Yeah, I mean you're getting towards the end at that point, and so what I always build in is an extra hour. They okay. say they're going to deliver at this time, and I add an hour onto that, and okay. then and then I add another hour onto that. You know, just to you know give us a you know enough time. Yeah, and, especially and, driving from Aurora. Yeah, you know, I mean and it's normally and, <laughs> and it's like at noon, but. Yeah, you know. I've you, seen you some know. nasty shit at noon. Yeah. <laughs> you never know, man. Don't don't ever write off the traffic any time of day around yeah, here. Yeah, especially all the way out there. But, I mean, the other thing is it's all dependent on the farms mm. that, uh, you know, I was trying to um, you know get this batch done so that way we didn't have a tank open for, you know, like a week because that just, you know, kills us in our yeah, environment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I was planning on going out to see the farmer on, like, a, on a Monday, um, and he emails me a couple days beforehand, and he's like, yeah, they're not going to be ready. You know, I just went out to the field, and they're not ready. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And I'm like, well, what do you feel about Thursday? He's like, yeah, come out on Thursday. And so... I went out there and I'm expecting just to pick up the hops uh, and drive right back. And so, you know, I just had a busy schedule, wasn't planning on, you know, participating in the harvest, just picking them up. Yeah. I get there and apparently it had rained all day, so he wasn't able to get out into the field. And he's <laughs> like, So, what do you feel about spending the night and doing it in the morning? I'm like, Yeah, I was kind of prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, already men- you'd already mentally been yeah. like, Well,. I, I brought my sleeping bag and like <laughs> nice. and, and my tent just in case. And he's like, "You don't need to camp in the yard, you know, because we camped out there last year." Oh, okay. Um, he's like, "You don't need to. You don't need to camp. You know, like you can sleep in the house." And I'm like, "Cool." So, you know, we got it done and everything was good. But I mean, it's 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 a lot of you know pre planning and preparation of just you know making sure logistics uh, logistics wise how you're going to pull it off. But Absolutely. it's so worth it because you can only make these beers once a year. Yeah, and that's what makes them special. And I think that's one of the main reasons that they really endear themselves to me is because you get one shot. Yeah. And once once harvest is done, it's it's done.
1: And, and actually, you know what? I just had kind of a little thing pop in my head. Uh, you know, I'm always thinking that people are really excited for fresh hop season. Like, this is the one seasonal beer that... You can't seasonally creep you know it's, Yeah. it's, it's ready <laughs> when it's ready and that's an awesome point yeah I never really thought about that until just now yeah like all the uh, pumpkin creep.
2: beers all the pumpkin beers we were getting in August I'm oh, like yeah. what are you doing yeah. <laughs> um, like I understand it you know I mean with the you know decline of uh, pumpkin beer sales you know in the industry right now it makes sense that you want to be first to market so that way yeah. people buy it and then they you know have their fill and then you know then they're done. Um, and everyone
1: else's get to sit on the shelf and age a year, which is fantastic for these beers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
2: It's, it's not as bad as seeing wet hop beers on the shelf in like March. Oh,
1: that's sad. Yeah. That that makes me cry.
2: I'm like, oh, you were once so beautiful.
1: Man down. (laughs) Beer down. So
0: how long does it take, um, like traditionally for you from when the hops are like fresh and picked? when they're thrown into a brew
2: um for i think 95 percent of the hops that we use this year um the hops were picked that day and so i think there was i think there was a, a small shipment that we got for some of the sloppy hop um that um yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna that's keep, sticking. I, I like it. I, I'm just going to keep using it. <laughs> sloppy hop, sloppy good. hop. We um, also have
1: a title right now too. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, that uh, it. That it uh, they uh, it was their it was their last delivery of the year, and it was a day early than when we wanted to use it. Um, but uh, you know, it was used within uh, I'd say 24, 28 hours of you know when wow. it was picked, uh, which that's is cool. still you know pretty good, um, especially when yeah. you keep it in cold storage. Um, and so you know we inspected it, and made sure everything was good, but um, everything uh, you know but everything else was picked that day so it was it's it's pretty cool when you 're you know cruising you know back from the western slope of Colorado with you know over a you know around a hundred a uh, hundred pounds of wet hops in the back of your Subaru and <laughs> and then rolling up to the brewery and pretty much just dumping it right into a beer. I and just
1: imagine like a secret so, service type thing where you're like, come on,
2: go, go, go! You know, yeah, <laughs> doing it, the bag toss, you get the human chain going. And- it it, it kind of was, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's exciting and I mean that's one of the reasons why we do what we do. You know, is, is to make these special beers and. Uh, give people flavors that, you know, they're not going to be able to get for a year. And, uh, you know, it's it's exciting to be a part of the industry and exciting to be able to, you know, not only make these beers, but at the end of the day, you know, happy hour starts, you know, whenever you want it to. (laughs) Yeah, happy hour
1: (laughs) could be any hour of the day. That's awesome. So, uh, Pete, to give you a little context about where we're sitting, uh, so Joyride has its main, like, tap room and a uh, kind of brewing area that it started out in, and now they've been able to take over another, like, space next door to it. Uh, and I'm sitting next to four gigantic, beautiful barrels. And, uh, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, you said the three here, they were barley wines. Correct. Or a barley wine. Yep. And then the last one was... The oatmeal oh, you know, stout that you're drinking, the bear yes. hands, uh, bear paw, pa. yes, Bear paw. I'd, sorry, bare it's, hands is a totally different story. It's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story about a man on drugs. Yes. Um, but then we have bear paw that's also being aged. And are these? What are these? All these laws
2: or what are these? Uh, these are Breckenridge Distilling oh, okay, um, nice. uh, bourbon barrels. Um, and so um, created a relationship with uh, with those guys, and, and they're awesome. If you're ever in the uh, Summit County area. Uh, in Colorado, definitely check those guys out. Uh, yeah. They make delicious stuff. Um, I'm uh, particularly fond of their bourbon and their chili vodka. They have a uh, chili vodka. Yeah, it's with Ooh. Indian and green hatch chilies. If I'm not uh, mistaken. Okay. Uh, perfect for Sunday morning Bloody Marys. Ooh, I, Ooh are those yeah. Are those spicy? Ooh. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it, does, does, it's, it's got some spice. The to heat it
1: carries sure. through. I yeah, always wonder okay. about that because I know heat can carry through on beer. Um, I have never really tried many like. Spicy, whatever chili-infused liquors or anything.
2: Yeah, it's, it's good. I'm actually uh, – my wife and I are making a pepper vodka uh, at the oh, house nice. right now. Um, and so, um, you know, you were talking about your, your love for pepper uh, yeah. earlier. Yeah. We, um, do you ever watch Good Eats with Alton Brown? Oh, my God.
0: That's such a good show, dude. I don't Okay, it. I've never seen it. Pete, P- P- you know what Pete I'm talking what about. Yeah, Pete's um, in the know.
2: And so he did an episode all on peppercorns, and uh, he talks about making pepper vodka. And specifically, he's like, oh, it's good for Bloody Marys. And so my oh. wife and I both looked at each other, and we're like, yep, we're doing this. <laughs> this is we're happening. Yeah. And so we've we've definitely uh, it's become kind of a somewhat of a tradition at the house for Sunday morning. Football, Bloody Marys, getting the chili vodka, yeah. and soon the pepper vodka, and we even had a uh, we had a Bloody Mary party like a couple months ago, uh, nice. where we supplied all the vodka and uh, uh, just invited our friends and say bring a mix, you know, like sure. bring like an obscure mix, you know, and then let's just like try them all out and see, you know, everything that we like. Yeah. Um, and so so far, my favorite is Ballast Point's Spicy. Really. Very good. Okay. Very good. Uh, And if you're a pickle fan, the Real Dill makes an excellent one as well. Okay, I've seen their name thrown around. Uh, I feel like there's been breweries that have partnered up with the Real Dill for stuff. So uh, Bell's Point, uh, Real Dill, uh, Breckenridge Distilling uh, for these uh, name drops. If uh, you know, if you want to send anything, uh, you know, my way. uh, please feel it'll, uh, it'll
1: go to good use <laughs> actually uh i don't i don't know if you've heard of this one but a buddy of mine he lives in chicago i don't know how long you've been out of of that area uh, his name is Stu, and he makes a bloody mary mix called Stu's bloody mary and it's 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 uh all of it's everything except for, for like the tomato juice so it's got all the pepper it's got some pickle juice because he makes his own pickles as well and that's kind of how he came about to make this bloody mary mix mm-hmm. and uh I quite fancy it. It's good. It's got it's got a pretty good kick of it. He's got he likes he likes stuff peppery and bold and and all that yeah. good stuff. So Uh
2: my parents still live in Chicago. Um I grew, I was born and raised in Chicago. I've been out here for about 12 years now. Ooh. Um but yes, my parents my parents definitely not doing that yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my parents still live out there and uh you know whenever they uh drive out to to visit my dad always brings uh three floyds oh. um Nice. Uh, you know, lining well, I guess you can get lining Kugels everywhere now. Um he used to bring out a lot of Goose Island before they got bought out. Oh yeah. Um you know uh Revolution uh brings oh, out yeah. a lot of that. I just went to their brewery. Oh yeah? Yeah. How was it? It was awesome. I've never been.
1: It's cool. I mean it's it's very big now. I mean okay. I I mean I know it's been large for a while. I didn't realize they're only six years old though. Like for being six oh, yeah. they're uh they are very large. Yeah, yeah,
2: I would I would have guessed they were maybe a little older than that. Yeah,
1: no, they have a pretty beautiful facility and uh oh yeah and, and i've only had a couple of their beers before that so it was cool to see the area and have some beers right there from the teat yes yeah, as, as they say as far
2: as uh mid-coast ipas go i think they're probably you know my favorite i like i i had their oktoberfest
1: and their pilsner while i was there
2: yeah, yeah. the, the anti-hero uh and its many incarnations yeah are, are very good um and so uh, um, I know. Last year they did a, uh, a tap takeover at Falling Rock uh, for, for GABF, oh, yeah. which. Oh, I'm I'm sorry because Pete had to get married <laughs> Pete, over GABF. Pete had to go and fall in love and go and get married. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, Pete. Don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> worry. Anyway, I'll I'll remind you a few more times on Saturday. <laughs> it's okay. No, congr- congratulations, man. Free, free beer and free liquor. <laughs> yeah, that's that'll make up for it. I suppose. Yeah. There you go. Um, and tacos for christ's sake yeah that's true that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a hell of a party tacos yeah for sure. yeah my like flight that. home the next day is gonna be probably pretty brutal yeah it's not yeah, like 6 a.m. or. Anything.
0: You.
1: no i was at least smart enough to pick a flight at like noon so i have yeah. time to sweat a little bit out <laughs> i'm staying at my sister's house with my nephew's so they'll probably want to play until i just fall over on my face anyway so yeah i'll work it all
2: out yeah it'll be it'll be all right yeah i, I believe in you <laughs> thank you somebody <laughs> Somebody needs to, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Breckenridge uh, selling uh, bourbon barrels over there. Uh, so we have released uh, what what the plan is with the with the barley wine is the the fourth one that has that has stout in it now used to have the barley wine in it. Okay, um, and we uh, transferred that one over for our first anniversary party, um, and then we also have uh, naked versions of the barley wine as well. Oh, nice! Um, so that way people were able to get. Um, chance to taste what the naked version was as well as what two months in a barrel is going to do um so the next barrel is going to come out uh at about six months okay um so i guess we have like two two months to go two and a half months to go and then um and then nine months and 12 months oh and so, sweet uh, and we have enough of the naked and enough of the two stashed away you can do a vertical. so we'll be be we'll be we'll be doing verticals at both the six nine and twelve um, so well, I'll come back for those. Yeah, I mean, I'll it, swing by. It it just it it just seemed like a really fun thing to do. To it,
1: I love I love doing stuff like that because verticals are fun for one thing. And uh, I was at Big Beers, uh, the Big Beer Belgian Barley Wine Festival yeah, back in uh, formerly
2: Vale now Breckenridge. Yeah, which yep. I'm actually all for. I'm um, I'm okay with it too. I think. Yeah, yeah. one less pass to drive There's, over.
1: Exactly, and I love Jake's dive bar in Breckenridge. So I'm gonna be singing karaoke <laughs> all fucking weekend. It's gonna be amazing. Um, but uh, at that, they had uh, Troy Casey doing a, a blending session, and he actually brought in a beer and had uh, the, the, the raw, just whatever, naked version, as you said. And then he had, here's barrel A, B, and C. Here's the final blend. Here's the final blend with the apricots, because it was an apricot. And then they had the final apricot with carbonation. So, like, I don't know, there was a spread of five, six, I don't remember, however many, a ton of little samplers of beer, but it was crazy how each... One was very different, especially with the barrels. Like, each barrel imparted, some of them were a lot more sour than other barrels or more funky. And then the final blend they came up with, with the fruit and all the stuff, it was, it was interesting. And uh, I like that about how barrels are kind of unpredictable in their own right, you know.
2: Yeah, and that's one of the best things about that festival, too. I mean, if if you're in Colorado or even thinking about visiting Colorado, um, do yourself a favor and go to the Big Beers, Belgians, and Barley Wines Festival. Yeah um gabf is is fantastic but you just can't touch the level of like the seminars that go on yeah there's uh, so much more that.
1: education and i think that's why it stands out to me too it's i actually learn a boatload of
2: stuff every um, time i go there yeah i went to a seminar one year with uh jeff larson from alaskan brewing mm, um and nice. he was uh he, he talked a lot about sm- uh, the smoke porter as you'd expect you know it's kind of like they I don't know. Is it, is, do you think that's their flagship, or do you think the Amber or the Kolsch is like their flagship? I would say I hear about smoked porter more than I hear about
1: the Kolsch, and then the Amber and that might be 50 yeah. 50. So yeah. hard to say.
2: Hard to, well, in either case, let's just, let's just call well, it their flagship. For, uh, yeah. yeah, for shits and giggles. Yeah, for shits and giggles. Uh, but he was saying that the, the smoked beers, you'd know, you you'd expect as a beer ages that you know maybe it gets more smoky or maybe it gets less smoky. And I, I remember him saying that it goes in waves that it'll like get less and then it'll get more and then it'll get less and then it'll get more. And it's like a, (laughs) it's like a sound wave. Yeah. And I thought that was incredibly interesting. And that's one of the beers that, you know, I try to keep in my cellar, you know, to, you know, do verticals of, uh, just because it you know, it's, I still remember that's like one of the beers that maybe took me to an aha moment with craft beer. Okay. It's like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, what like what is this you know wow I, I, tell me more <laughs> yeah like and and just took me to another level and so it always holds like a, a special place there um but overall i mean i think um smoke beers are delicious i would love to really see that's another polarizing one some people are like no
1: you smoke your grain get the fuck out
2: <laughs> you know <laughs> no? I'm, i mean it's 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 like kind of rustic you know it's yeah. it's like you know our our ribs is good when they're boneless you mm. know Probably not. There's just yeah. something about that primal nature of like chewing the meat off of the bone yeah. on um, and and hanging that. And there's also something about having that smoke character in a, in a beer yeah. uh, that I think just kind of brings you back to where, you know, beer used you know, how it used to be made, um, you know, before the, we had advanced heating uh, and everything like that, where everything was sure. kind of done over a fire. Uh, where it's like, wow, this is like what beer probably tasted like 300 years ago. <laughs> yeah. um, and and there's like a great connection uh, to that. And, you know, it also, you know, reminds you of being by a campfire. Like if they, yeah. could, if they could put that in a can, oh, my gosh, I would take that camping at, like all day, I every, actually, every day. I was driving to work on Monday, and I was
1: at a campfire on Friday, and I kept catching whiffs of, of campfire. I'm like, where is that coming from? Because I had showered, I wasn't wearing any of the same clothes, and I realized – I was wearing this hat, yeah. and I took the hat off. I'm like, "Oh, the hat's
2: still got." It. So, like, I've
1: been actually wearing this hat extra this week just because I keep catching whiffs <laughs> of campfire. It's like, uh, yeah, that's all
2: right. I love I'm, that. I'm jealous. I think I think I only got like four four nights in a tent this summer. Oh, uh, it's, um, that's more
1: nights in a tent than I got. But I got my friend has a nice little fire pit. He lives up in Arvada, so oh nice. We uh we did some drinking and burning. Yeah, safely, safely. State of Colorado, we were very safe. Yes.
2: And in Nevada, not in Denver, where yeah, exactly. there That's are no totally fire illegal. Yeah. <laughs> We're well outside the city limits there.
1: <laughs> right, last thing I want to do is set the state on fire again. So, Dave, the 1054, this is kind of a working title. Okay. Why do we call it 1054 again, Pete?
0: Um, it's the
2: police code for public intoxication, I think. Okay. I know it's also a yeast strain, <laughs> it's also a decent starting gravity. That's also true, yeah. The the beer we Ooh. brewed the, the beer we brewed today was ten fifty two. Okay. So that's kind of there.
1: Well, you know, I think you might have just helped us make a connection
2: <laughs> for
1: this, yeah, I mean, for this, this has three meetings. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's a bunch of meanings. So this is the area we we're talking about where uh we now that we've I feel like we've gotten to know you a little bit better, uh we're gonna ask some more provocative questions, I guess, if you will. Uh, I, I like to go with more of a straight would you rather type. Okay. And Pete uh, has a lovely knack for, I'd say an art for, an art. good news, bad news questions where they're like would you rathers, but there's obviously just good news and there's bad news and we ask how you would handle the situation based on the news.
2: All right. I'm uh, I'm I'm ready. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm only slightly terrified. <laughs> my my, uh, my palms are sweating. So we haven't had any casualties during this section yet. So. Yes. Okay. So do I get a? I survived the 10:54 T-shirt. At I the mean, end of this? if we
1: ever make some, yeah, you'll be on the
2: list. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll call you. We'll, yeah. 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 Well, or my people will call your people. Yeah. Okay. All right. You have people. <laughs> well, shh, no. Don't.
2: I mean, I don't. I don't even <laughs> have people. It's like me. Like that's yeah, the people Pete, Pete's the people. my people. <laughs> okay. So, so Pete will, like, call my wife or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Hi, Missy.
1: Pete, do you uh do you want to kick this one off? <laughs> With a <the> beautiful burp? <laughs> I feel like you can get some more bass in that one, buddy. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was at the uh, top of my range.
1: Yeah, that was a soprano.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so. Uh, I've tweaked this one just a little bit. Um... But the good news is you've just inherited a magical cabinet that lets you grab any hop strain in existence or not in existence, any beer, any malt, any brewing ingredient that you can possibly think of. Uh, But the bad news is every time you grab one of these things, an angry Kodiak bear stalks you and tries to attack you for six days. How do you avoid dying? (laughs) How often would you use this cabinet? And what is the most creative thing you think you could do with the cabinet?
2: Okay. Okay. See now, now I wish i had open up my computer so I could write down this three part because I'm probably <laughs> yeah. gonna I'm probably gonna spend like oh, yeah. five minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna spend like five minutes on one of them, and then I'm gonna be a like, what was the other question again? <laughs> right. um, okay, so yeah, one out of three, I'll be okay. Okay, um, so how how are we gonna distract this bear? Um, I mean, the the obvious answer is either with honey or a picnic basket. Um, but <laughs> yep. uh, uh, yogi. Yeah. But um, yeah, okay, so. I mean... So,
0: and I mean, it could be in your house, too. Like, you could just be chilling in your house and have this magical cabinet that you can grab shit out of, so but he, you're just gonna have a fucking angry Kodiak bear stalking you for six days. But he's just and gonna... And can't get inside unless it punches through a window or something.
2: And he's just gonna be stalking me. I mean, there. you said nothing about actual mauling, Revenant, you know, style. He is pretty aggressive. He's like... A, <laughs> he's like you got
0: between it, it, the bear and its cubs.
2: Okay, okay. Wasn't... It, well, <laughs> But don't don't okay so what I would do is I would get like a cooler full of Rainier. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. And and, and, and and put it outside. Yeah. Um I mean at least a good 40 50 cans. Um so it would be a good size cooler. Um maybe a Yeti. You can send yeah. me you can send me things if you want. Um mm-hmm. plug. <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know why I started with that but um, um but yeah and There you go with it. Because the the bears don't like Bush, right? That was yeah. That
1: was it was Bush that they uh, uh, avoided, and it was Rainier that they were like, yes, give me more. So so I think
2: if you did that, um, it would. uh Obviously, inebriate and uh, debilitate. Uh, but I believe uh, it was
1: 30 something Rainiers it even said. Okay. So, <laughs> so, I, so I if view... you,
2: you were in line
1: with how many you should have there.
2: And, and then you, a little bit extra in case it's a, a large Kodiak bear. Yeah, uh, or an experienced Kodiak bear. It's, like yeah, you, yeah. it's not his first. It's, yeah, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it's, it's not his first time. <laughs> I mean, he, he like grew up like his grandpa, you know, would put him on his lap and be like, "Here, yeah. here's grandpa's cough medicine," you know, have a set. Like You're he knows sibling. he knows his shit.
1: He grew up in <laughs> Europe. This is grandpa's bear juice. Kid.
2: <laughs> That's why he doesn't like Bush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so 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 I think that would be step one. Would be to uh, would be to set up the cooler. Um, I mean, because I mean, how much would like thirty Rainiers like cost? Like not twenty, twenty-five bucks, I'd guess. That much? Maybe less. I don't know. I'm totally spitballing. I, I think. I think. Way I only, less I only buy a
1: PBR in thirties, and that's like <laughs> and that's I think twenty bucks. Okay. Maybe. I, I, yeah. I think it'd be around the same price. Cool. That's what I think too. So uh, it's it's expensive out here, Pete. The hipsters have taken over. It's expensive
2: out here. Yeah. Uh, that hasn't
1: moved east, thank God.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just wait. Yeah. I I I think I I I think I prefer Schlitz over uh Ooh. pbr i think i do too but call, but but i think call. mostly because of super troopers possibly yeah
1: yeah six six schlitzes or whatever's free
2: whatever's free <laughs> but uh i digress so uh bear inebriation step number one okay um how often would i use said cabinet uh i mean as long as the as long as the bear was uh was debilitated i, th- I think it'd be open season
1: yeah absolutely
2: um Let's see, in oh, second. and
0: every time you grab something out of here, like, let's say you were like, oh, man, I could I could grab a Rainier out of here. I could grab 30 Rainiers out of here. That would mean that you had 30 angry Kodiak bears stalking you. Oh. It's a one to one ratio. It's oh, okay, a,
2: but but I could buy one. I could buy the Rainiers though. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I wouldn't have to take so. But but you okay. Have to How buy about, it
0: before you
2: use the cabinet, but now. it's a magical cabinet where I can get anything that I want. Yeah, yeah. And so, so maybe I could get. What, what about if I got like a, a bear keg, like a keg that a bear could actually drink through? That way, it would only be one thing that I took out. Instead of thirty things that I have to take out, because thirty bears—I mean, I don't even know if my lawn could support such. a thing. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, bear keg. I'm gonna go with it. I, I think that's good. I mean, like like a like a straw. That, yeah, yeah. That could, that could. I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah.
1: I was thinking more along the lines of like you keep a, a fridge full of rainier, <laughs> and then you reach into the <laughs> reach into the magic the magic fridge, grab what you Dude, actually want. I was want.
0: imagining like a giant hamster water feeder but just a <laughs> keg
1: that's that's the bear keg yeah that's the bear keg
2: <laughs> it's just perpetually filled with rainier <laughs> um, so um yeah so i think uh yeah keep keep the bear drunk so so if i open it up twice i've got 2, two I've got... keep the bear drunk just keep the bear drunk. That's all you got to do. Simple strategy. It's simple and effective. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I I guess like the number one thing I would probably pull out of it would be like fucking Galaxy because everyone's trying to sell it for like thirty two dollars a fucking pound on Lupulin Exchange right now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like yeah. uh, really. Wow. Just re-
1: Galaxy hops.
2: Galaxy, yeah, and huh. Nelson. Huh. Like it is. Uh, is, that,
1: I mean, is that most Nelson of, stuff on? Yeah, whatever? I
2: mean, I mean, mostly Galaxy, but it's like. Give me a break guys like I know like okay like add a dollar you know maybe you know 2 dollars a pound you know on there for like you know your the effort you're going into to you know sure. send it to me or whatever but essentially doubling the price that I know you're getting for contract and then just trying to pedal it off to desperate you know other brewers <laughs> is just shameful I didn't realize the Galaxy was in that high of a demand. Yeah, I think I got a. Because I get uh, alerts for whenever it goes up on Lupion Exchange. I think I got one today for like $32 a pound. It's like, it's like, no. That's that's not happening. So I guess I would probably pull out a lot of Galaxy and just <laughs> shove it into everyone's face. I'd be like, ha-ha, all I had to do was buy a, a keg full of Rainier and or, get a bear drunk.
1: Or going to Lupion Exchange and gouge the fuck out of him. and be like, ha, back at you, suckers. This is free. <laughs> Now the I just had to drunk up a bear <laughs> <laughs> and watch my back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and keep a big old Smith and Weston on um, me yeah, at all yeah.
2: times. Um, so, have Pete, have I sufficiently answered the the, the bear question?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay, okay. just want want to make sure we we, we delved into I that think, deep enough.
1: I think that was
2: about the deepest dive we've had. Okay, very excellent. nonetheless. <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I'm drinking double IPA now. So the so the, now a- it's, the answers might get deeper.
1: That's good. We timed this just right then. Yeah. Fantastic.
2: yeah. Uh, so That's
1: really good. my first would you rather question um, is one I love to ask anyone who brews beer, mm-hmm. um, especially in professional capacity. And you already mentioned something about smoked beers and 300 years ago. So would you rather time travel back to try the original beers made by the ancients, or time travel forward and see what crazy shit society
2: ends up coming up with? Who? that's a that's a good question uh, I think that One of my um, I think I would uh, fast forward really um, because I think that a lot of the ancient beers I mean a they were like you know point three point four percent you <laughs> know they were made to be uh, fermented water so you didn't die yeah basically like are we talking like ancients like Fertile Crescent ancients or are we talking like I'm talking you could, like, dark, like dark ages like 1300 I'm saying you could Bill and Ted's excellent adventure a fucking phone booth.
1: Sorry, if there's any millennials listening, you might not know what that is. <laughs> uh, you can phone booth back into
2: periods of time and, and you know do a little, do a little tour. okay, so if I could do a tour, uh, that changes things a little bit okay um because i wouldn't want to spend all my time like fertile crescent you know you know they've left their gruel outside you know for too long and <laughs> yeah. it, it it picked up some bugs and then they drank it and felt like a god and they so made a they're like strange yeah. version of sun tea yeah exactly i mean you know 0.4 percent i mean i'm drinking an eight percent double ipa right yeah, now that's, like come on i don't even do math that's way stronger <laughs> <laughs> that's like a billion times that's like, stronger that's like way
1: just yeah
2: but uh yeah, I think I think it would be really cool to be there for like uh the like the first batch ever of uh Pilsner. Yeah. Um, uh you know, for the Bohemian pills. I think it'd be cool to be there during the Industrial Revolution, not uh, during uh porter brewing. Yeah, I see some of the original
1: and, styles that we drink now as they mm-hmm. were when they kind of were incarcerated. well not incarcerated, whatever. <laughs> Incarnated.
2: Incarcerated. Incarnated, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently I got jail on the brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Um so, I mean, all all that would uh, be really cool. I mean, I, j- I just got back from uh, a trip to Belgium. I was there for two weeks um, and went to, you know, I think I went to eight different breweries um, and just going to some of these breweries and just seeing, like, the history that they have in there. I mean, like, Cantillon is just like a walking beer museum, you know. Yeah, I was going to ask,
1: what was the oldest one you went into?
2: Um, I'm not sh- hmm, that's a, that's a That's a good question because a couple of the breweries I went to, they were they were like brewing under like one name but mm-hmm. the brewery had existed on that site since you know okay like 150 years but the under the facility was been yeah. there for a while but not necessarily the that, the company ex- exactly. on top of it yeah but, that's
1: still cool to me yeah, infrastructure I mean, still really cool. And they,
2: and they had a lot of the you know old artifacts. Like seeing like one of the original yeah. like heat exchangers and stuff like that yeah. was like were fascinating. You, were
1: you in Bruges at all?
2: Yes. Were they
1: building that crazy
2: beer pipe when you were there? It's done. Okay, it was done when when yeah. you were there. I think it, I think it's done. <laughs> at least I think that's what our tour guide said. Yeah, okay, I remember reading that. I'm like that is
1: amazing.
2: Yeah, it's it sounds it just sounded ridiculous when they were telling me. But yeah, the the brewery, that brewer is called the, the Half Man. Um, which I believe translates to Half Moon. Okay. Um, I like half uh, man. That just sounds. As a short person, I just think that, no, that suits me. You're like that's my new favorite brewery. Yeah, bam, done. Haven't even had a market. Um, but uh, yeah, they've they've got a really good beer called Zot. Uh, it's a Belgian blonde. I think they. I've
1: had that. Yeah. Yeah, I I was in the Rare Beer Club moons ago, and they sent me that shit once. Yeah, it, it was very good. It's a very good beer. One of them shot the cork almost through the ceiling because I was <laughs> in a drop ceiling room, and it put a dent in the drop ceiling tile. But I was like, damn, dude.
2: But yeah, that was, it was still good after that.
1: It was really carbonated, but it was delicious.
2: Yeah, as a Belgian blonde, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, but yeah, I mean, just seeing some of that old stuff, I just thought, you know, like wow, like it'd be really cool to be, you know around first you know, some of the first, you know, like fifty years ago, some of the batches of, you know, Lambic and you know stuff like that that they're yeah. making. Um so I, I am very interested in the historical aspect of it. So the fact that I can travel Yeah and you can go back five years and see the first white IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <Just get> the <laughs> be, whole thing. It was fascinating. Did, didn't I one one of you guys has a has an issue with colored IPAs.
1: <laughs> uh probably. I that's not
2: I, I, thought, I thought that's what I what I heard. Oh,
1: oh uh no a uh, friend of ours, Scott, he was on one of our recent episodes. Okay. He's not a fan of black IPAs. Okay.
2: Maybe, maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's what I <laughs> that's heard. What, He said he's, just, he's, yeah, he's not a fan of hoppy browns, basically. Yeah, hoppy browns, red IPAs, everything like that. Um, what, what do you think about white IPAs? I think they're delicious. Yeah. Done right. Yeah. I mean, Chainbreakers,
1: I think, is a good I don't think too. I've ever had
2: a white IPA that I've enjoyed. Really? Chainbreaker yeah, changed any. that for me.
1: Yeah. That, that one, uh, I was never a big wheat beer fan, like, in my... Early days of of learning about craft beer and stuff, and mm-hmm. so I was. I mean, when I saw white IPA, I'm like, oh, that's a wheat beer, but they say it's really hoppy, so maybe the hops will offset the wheat stuff." And it was good, and I've sensed my palate's evolved enough that I can handle,
2: I can handle some wheat
1: beers, yeah, just fine. But.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd, I think uh, I think I think anything done done really well. Like I've I've had way too many um, hoppy happy porters, you know, that have been called black IPAs um you know but i think that you know when it's done really right um i think uh you know stone makes an awesome one i think firestone walker makes an awesome one
1: it's it's if they respect that balance you know and, yeah you know you can either take a brown or a porter and then hop the ever-loving shit out of it mm-hmm. or you can find the nuances of like a really multi beer like that like a you know a porter or a brown and complement with some really fine hops so
2: yeah i think i think for uh, black ipa <laughs> red ipa um that if you taste it blindfolded um you should say that's an ipa yeah um and you know and so you shouldn't you know in my opinion you shouldn't really be getting much of the roast character um, okay. out, out of like a black ipa like it's almost unavoidable to, to get nothing um but uh i think so it'd be like a super malty ipa more or less, yeah, and just it, it, darker in color. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you know, use a, uh, you know, what what we do. We've we've made a a couple black IPAs. I want to say, uh, we use a Carafa three um, as our coloring agent. Uh, oh, so okay. It's a dehusked black malt, um, and that's where the majority of the astringency and roastiness is coming from is from the actual husk, um, where you're mostly just getting color uh, from, uh, you know, from that malt. Uh, okay. You still get a little bit in there. Like I said, it's unavoidable when it's you know. Essentially burnt to, to, the, to right. that level. It's Just been set on fire, more or less. Um, but anyway, I, we were we were on a question, and uh, oh, you I, got I, to it. It was <laughs> the uh, it was the uh, beer <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, made yeah, by dude. ancients or time travel forward. So. Yeah, that's right. The 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 uh, excellent adventure.
1: We uh, we had the excellent adventure <laughs> through that <laughs> whole question. Pete, <laughs> why don't you drop another uh, bomb of wisdom?
0: All right, since we're on the uh, since we're talking about a lot of hops. The good news is you can uh, you find that if you eat a diet rich in fresh hops for a day, you shit out some of the highest quality hop pellets the world has ever seen or ever will know. You can even eat different varieties to blend them into new hop sensations. You start another very successful business on the side using this newfound gourmet hop pellet creating talent. The bad news is if anyone finds out you're selling shit hops, you're not going to white-collar resort prison. You're going to federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison.
1: Pound-me-in-the-hops prison. How do
0: you avoid going to con college?
1: <laughs> Pete, this is my new favorite would-you-rather question. I just got to say.
2: <laughs> I mean, this is like the monkeys who eat like the coffee beans, right? <laughs> yeah, right? That's exactly what I thought, too. Um, okay, so question is, is how do I and avoid... Also, there, this
0: also, this is another three-part question. So it's, how do you avoid going to jail? Okay. What hops would you blend, Okay. and what would you call it?
2: Okay, so um, kind of my, uh, uh, I think I'll work backwards on that one. Uh, So I think my new kind of favorite, I mean, Simcoe and Citra are are an obvious choice. Um, They just play so well uh, with each other. I think they both are delicious. Yeah. Yeah, and we have a. One of our flagships at Joyride is uh, called Joyride Double IPA, um, where it's almost a 50 50 blend of uh, Simcoe and Citra. So it's obviously something I'm fond I'm fond of. But I've also really enjoyed uh, bringing uh, Mosaic into the mix uh, mm. recently with those two. Um, that I think uh, uh, initially when Mosaic came onto the scene, you know, several years ago, um, I think it was a extremely polarizing hop, and now I think it's universally beloved. You know, people it, got over it. It's so good. I, I think I think people just you, you say the M word and people are like, Ooh, it's got to be good. <laughs> um, and and we use a lot of mosaic and a lot of stuff. We've we've got a lot of IPAs on right now and uh, mosaics and a lot of them. So I think some type of of a blend of uh, of those three. Um, uh, just kind of okay. keep it maybe you know a little. I, you could play I, I with the ratios a... too. You know what? Yeah, you, you yeah. Know, try it out. Just uh, yeah, have d- a have a couple buds. See what see what yeah. comes out of it, <laughs> so to speak.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dig through the uh dig i threw the, the I, data I
2: see, I see i see like the scene in jurassic park when she's digging through the yeah. shit. that's a big
0: old pile of shit yeah. <laughs> goldblum comes in and he's like that's one big pile of shit yeah. that was exactly <laughs> what i was thinking of
1: that's like, like i need i need uh, some garb i need some garbage bags <laughs> yeah right
2: Ooh, there's a hop all right <laughs> i don't um, even need those big gloves that went up to her elbows like she had man Like <laughs> this um so I, 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 as far as a name um it, it might be a little little corny, but what do you, what do you think about Loopy Lin?
1: I just I just like that you use corny in something that you're talking funny. about that you're shitting out. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I have the same idea right there, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, loopy. Loopy. What you Maybe say? Loopy Lin. Loopy Lin. Loopy What uh, would you say? Be fiber something? What?
0: I said I need to eat more fiber hop.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the fiber hop, the fiber hop. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think if we have a hop, like, uh, you know, I mean, isn't isn't mosaic like a a disease that hops can actually get? I honestly, I don't, <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not. Know I'm anything. not a hop expert. I, I, I think it is. I think I think mosaic was like actually named after like a, a disease that hops can actually get. So if we can <laughs> really. If, I don't think intentionally, but it was you know supposed to be more you know the. So, Mosaic it, hops are right? the Lou Gehrigs of hops. Kind of, yeah. Except for in reverse order, I suppose. Yeah. So, I think if we can name it after that, then we can name something corny. Might as well,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm... Uh, it's kind I of, like Loopy Lynn. Loopy Lynn.
2: Loopy Lynn. Uh, and then... Yeah, it could be your
1: crazy aunt, too. Showing up after having too many beers with Loopy Lynn in it. That's
2: right. Hey. Uh, we, all, we, all got, we all got crazy aunt, right? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> I hope needs everyone needs that crazy aunt. I'm, I'm thinking of uh, SNL's drunk uncle right now. <laughs> fuck i have not seen that i'm, I'm so bad at snl you should, you should look it up at some point it's it's pretty funny. um all right so now avoiding the federales um and we are talking about federales or are we talking about uh you know local like local guys
1: it's federal pound you in the
2: uh, hop hole prison. okay yes yeah, so you, you, you did specify that yeah. it was a federal pound oh yeah
1: it's a federal pound um, a federal puppy pound
2: Okay, and so is is this going on right now, or is this in the future? Because I think I could bribe Obama with some good beer. He's a mm. beer—he's a—he's a beer president. You know, he's uh, like the first president who's homebrewed in the White House in a really long time. He invites mm-hmm. people out for beers to resolve their differences. Yeah, he goes to Irish pubs on St. Patrick's Day. He's a beer president. I think I could—I uh, think I could smooth things over on there, especially if these hops that I'm. Shitting out are as special as the uh, question has um, <laughs> alluded to. Um, Some secret service style hops here,
1: e- exactly.
0: You can get, get a presidential pardon.
1: Yes, using I, you know, these he, hops to prove. I beer. don't think anyone's asked if this was period specific, so. I kind of feel like it, it can be a dealer's choice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, and he's in cruise control right now, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's just, he is. <laughs> and he's just like, well, shit, there's nothing I can do right now. I'm just going to wait out and see who wins.
1: <laughs> Congress ain't going to like anything I do. So
2: yep, and I'm not going to like anything that they <laughs> do. So you know shit. Let's just go golfing. <laughs> yeah. Let's go golf and smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I do. This. Do the same thing. Minus the cigarette part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think it would, I think it would involve some sort of, uh, of bribery. Um, with uh, just being uh, crafty like a fox. Yeah. Which is A okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is Acceptable kind of a... answer. All right, good. That was very good. Um,
1: okay. So, would. Oh, man. Which one do I want to ask? Uh, so, would you rather be stuck alone on a desert island with only Kanye West and a magic well that produces any beer you want, or a utopian society that has wonderful people? but only macro beer.
2: I'm taking Kanye West <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all day, every day. He didn't even hesitate. I was looking no. in the eye when he said it. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Like a lot of people say he's like a douchebag and everything like that. I guess I haven't seen too many interviews, you know, with him to really get what his real personality is the man can make some beats. <laughs> That's I true. Mean, I mean, at least when we're, you know, drinking out of our magical supply of like constant Cantillon and, you know, West letter and, and, you know, Russian river and all the, all the hits. Yeah. And everything like and that. He could be going through all his hits. He could be going through <laughs> all his hits. I mean, you know, wait till I get my money, right. You know, <laughs> Power. Like I'd be jamming away.
1: And who knows? Maybe if there's not a camera and 6 million people watching him, he
2: might be a normal dude. Yeah, he might be. There's always that chance, you know, and then, you know, so, so is uh is my wife there or is it just the two of us? Just the two of you. Okay, and so no no paparazzi. <laughs> no, def- no. Def- definitely not. No no
1: okay. no paparazzi. No Kardashians.
2: Okay. Of any generation. That, that makes it better. Yes, <laughs> makes it not, absolutely. Uh, but my, my wife would be very jealous. She's a she's a Kanye fan. Uh, oh man. She 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 likes to listen to that. So
1: maybe we'll give you cell service so you can send her a selfie or a phone call. <laughs> like I, like I can send one <laughs> selfie a year. Yeah. You, you turn it on for ten seconds, get that selfie or the phone call, turn it back off to conserve that battery. Because yeah, I'm maybe, guessing there's not a battery yeah. charger like, on a remote Merry,
2: desert island. Merry Christmas from Dave Ha! <laughs> Davey, <laughs> <D-Z. laughs> <laughs> oh man, But but no, I, I mean the the Utopian Society sounds great, but the uh, the, the, the macro beer. <laughs> I mean, so am I into it? Am I allowed to homebrew in the Utopian Society?
1: Ooh shit!
2: Uh, I did not make an
1: accommodation for that, so. For the sake of this question, I'm going to say no, because uh. I see exactly where this is going. <laughs> but I'm going to have to make an addendum for that for future <laughs> reference. <laughs> and you are not allowed to homebrew. <laughs> yeah, no homebrewing allowed. It's illegal. I it's, it's like
0: would t- it's, homebrew on an island with Kanye West, though? No, no, no. no that no, was the, the idea.
2: No, the utopian society I would, I would homebrew yeah. to get away from oh, the... Oh, uh, gotcha,
1: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that right, was okay. he, he right. found the loophole that yeah, all my all right. questions inevitably have <laughs> that I can't think about. Yeah, I mean, because that would be pretty good. That's good. That took that took a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, until someone exposed that loophole that I didn't know I had. So, boom.
2: It's like 1984, like Budweiser is watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> no. Like, as soon, as soon as you fire up, like, that turkey burner, like, you're, like, sent away for reconditioning. Yeah, just go go back. Go back from whence. We are the king of BS. <laughs> I don't know why Budweiser is German all of a so sudden. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, those Belgians are somewhat German. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: seems it seems right in, in the 1984 context. Yes. it's very.
2: It, it's it seems right. It just yeah, yeah, Like like the guy in the Apple commercial, you know that they throw like the <laughs> yeah like the he, old the old 1984 commercial. Yeah, yeah. he, he kind of looks German. Yeah, he
1: did. He did. It was I, maybe I don't know. You know, and maybe it was just our. Subconscious, or maybe those ad agencies are like, you know what? Let's let's make 1984 a Germany issue because we're not quite over World War II. It's only been 40 years at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, like you go to any James Bond movie, if it's not the Russians, it's the Germans, right? Yeah. Or he Indiana does. Jones. Yeah, exactly. Except for right.
1: that last movie, that was not the Germans. That was.
2: I didn't watch that one. You you did you did the right thing. Okay. <laughs> Crystal Skull. I haven't seen another. I have Oh, you both either, did the so right thing. thing. It's.
1: It was. Uh, it was bad. They tried to bring it up to speed in terms of aging indie and making it the Cold War. It was terrible. It was not good. I no. I, I know they're making another one and a fifth one, and I hope to God they figure out what they did
2: wrong. I will, I will continue to abstain. <laughs> it's probably good. That was pretty much my childhood it was Indiana Jones, so. Oh, Temple of Doom? Like, I, I probably watched that way too young. Then, like, I <laughs> yeah. probably should have, right? You know, when he's ripping his hand in the guy's chest, tearing yeah. his heart, yeah. and then they're chanting and everything like that, yeah. like, you know, and then you know, and then after that, Return of the Jedi. You know, those are like my two movies I remember. Those are or, your two that I remember from. You're my a childhood. middle
1: movie child, then. Well, the Jedi's third or sixth. Oh, sorry, you said ch- sorry. I was thinking Empire. But my bad.
2: But I, but I do like you brought that up because I am a middle movie person typically. So, so those are your go tos. Yeah. So the middle movie, typically in a trilogy, is the darkest one. Yep, usually. Yeah, I mean, you think about, you know, Two Towers. Sure, um, Matrix Reloaded. Yep, Empire is definitely the darkest out of them. <laughs> yeah. And it's the only one you can watch, you can't watch, like, independently. You know, because it doesn't have, like, a start and an end. Like, you can watch mm. Jedi. You yeah, know? Like, because... You can, you can watch, uh, you know, uh, New Hope, you know. Uh, but, and then we won't talk about the first, you know, episode one, two, three. I mean, it's... <laughs> those uh, alleged protocols that yeah. may or
1: may not have happened.
2: But, thank God that you know the new ones are coming out
1: you know the uh Rogue One, one looks fuck Ro- awesome. Rogue
2: One looks awesome it does. Um,
1: I was never a big Star Wars person to begin with I was always more of a Star Trekky but mm-hmm. I mean I've I've gone back and watched all the Star Wars movies not all of them just the original 3 and uh The Force Awakens What did you say what Star Trek
0: yeah like what What? Uh, what oh um. the movies
1: the ones that all the real super Star Trek nerds hate so it's cool the Star the, okay. the Star, Star, Star Trek Star, the Star Trek nerds hate the movies some of them do okay and, and apparently it's mostly the odd number ones which coincidentally I actually like the fifth one a lot but I was nine when I watched and I thought it was hilarious but...
2: which, which, which one's the con... that's number two okay yeah that's yeah is that, is that the best one
1: Probably. Okay. Probably. And that's the one they ripped off the most for the whole Star Trek Into Darkness, even though they, they put a stupid, idiotic twist on it. it was That's a whole... I can make a whole podcast episode around how much that movie frustrated me, even though I wanted to like it. But eh, it's, it's it's all right.
2: <laughs> I mean, the, the new Star Wars movie was a complete ripoff of A New Hope. <laughs> yeah. But...
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, totally.
2: Our hope is... Or not our hope. My new
1: hope is... <laughs> that that is just their way to like bring everyone back into the universe and then for like eight and nine they're like all right we're gonna make it our own and 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 just
2: yeah it gets super do, nasty
1: yeah do some weird shit with it yeah uh, get crazy i'm i'm looking forward to it yeah i'm not i'm not mad me too i'm not mad
2: well, all right so this is the star wars star trek podcast <laughs> if you just tuned in <laughs>
1: the Star-Hops, in star hops the star
2: hops podcast yeah the star hops uh podcast
1: well, Dave, I think uh, that's a good stop or a good place to, uh, to call it good. Do you want to tell everyone once more where they can find you guys, web, and uh, social media? Now no. that I know you do your social media. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you can find us. We're at Joyride Brewing, pretty much on all platforms. That would be the Book of Faces, the Twitter, yes. uh, the, the Instagram, I think is uh, how, the, how the kids call it these days. I think so, too. Um, and then uh, JoyRideBrewing.com. Um, uh, if, if you'd like to uh, go there, full list of our food truck schedule. Got food trucks every day. Um, we're, we're open every day. I think we only close like four days a year um, and mostly noon to 10 every day. So come on down, 25th in Sheridan, Edgewater, Colorado. Love to see you. And I would too because hopefully
1: we'll be here drinking these bottles. Well, I'd love to see you guys too,
0: but I can't do that, can I?
2: No, Pete, because you're getting married. Hey, next year, next year, GABF, write it off as business expense. You can come check it Absolutely. out. You, Bring can you, come, you, can, you can come hang out at the brewery. It'll be, it'll be a fun time.
1: Thank you for joining the Beer and Loathing podcast. You can find us on beerletterandloathing.com and then on all the social medias as beerandloathing, facebook.com slash loathing at Beer and Loathing on Twitter and the Instagrams, as Dave said. And then uh, the only place we like to throw a little curveball is on YouTube. Our channel is called Tune In, Get Drunk. So check us out there, and you can see all of our stupid-ass videos and a bunch of other random shit.